The second of three Republican presidential debates will be held this evening at the Reagan Library in Southern California. Seven candidates have qualified. Former President Trump, the frontrunner in polls, will not attend. A preview from Matt Makoviak, GOP consultants. Matt, your read. Yeah, I mean, we're getting further down to the calendar now. And because there will only be seven candidates on the stage, they'll have a little bit more time. We still won't have Trump there, so he'll be... You know, sort of the dog that doesn't bark will cast a shadow over the debate. But I think it's really two things. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, Trump is, has the largest lead in a Republican presidential primary in my lifetime. I'm 43 years old. Uh, so he, he's an overwhelming frontrunner right now. But what we really haven't seen is someone hasn't really established themselves as his, uh, you know, his top opponent. Uh, you know, it appeared it was going to be Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, when he got into the race and sort of come back down to earth a bit. And now he's really kind of, you know, mixed up in, in kind of a, a second tier with two or three or four other people, all of whom are competing to maybe be that finalist who could compete with Trump into Super Tuesday uh, in March. So, number one, I think we need to see someone really emerge and start to coalesce the support of the, the non-Trump uh, primary voters. But I think second is um, it's not just enough of, to sort of introduce yourself at this point. I mean, you really need to, to make a case for why uh, you should be the Republican nominee, why you are a credible president, what your vision is for the country, what the major problems are that you see, and how your solutions are going to make them better. Uh, and, and that really is just kind of a threshold issue. Uh, they have to convince uh, both the audience in person, but, but even more so the TV audience, uh, that they're a caliber above the rest uh, of the field. And up to this point, we haven't really seen anyone separate yeah. uh, from the non-Trump aspect uh, of, uh, of, the, of the competition. So in this sort of second tier of candidates, based on her performance in Milwaukee last month, is this Nikki Haley's debate to lose? Does that not make sense? I think she, uh, she has the most to gain again. Uh, she gained the most from the last one. Uh, she rocketed in the second in New Hampshire in a poll that came up, uh, and she, she's, you know, attracted certainly new financial support. And I think donors are starting to look at her uh, with the sense that maybe DeSantis you know, may not have it or can't get there or for whatever reason isn't catching fire. Um, so, yeah, I think she's going to get more attention. And I imagine since she did well last time and since she started to rise, she may also attract uh, more criticism from her competitors. I think the other subplot to watch here is, you know, Vivek Ramaswamy got a lot of attention at the last debate. Uh, you know, everyone expected DeSantis to be the person everyone would target. Vivek was so dynamic and really so kind of, uh, kind of uh, forceful uh, that, that he sort of uh, got under the skin of a number of candidates. And, and, and a lot of the debate was consumed by back and forth from him, yeah. uh, him attacking someone, them attacking him in, in, in response. It'll be interesting to see whether they can, uh, the candidates can discipline themselves enough not to do that again. If Vivek becomes the center of attention again, he's going to benefit. It's going to take away from the other candidates. I, I, I certainly would, would advise really all the other candidates to almost ignore him. Uh, he's kind of playing kind of Trump role uh, as mm. VP or cabinet or something like that. We're speaking with Matt Makoviak, GOP consultants, also host of a podcast called Mac on Politics, previewing the Republican presidential debate in California. Uh, the, the North Dakota governor, Doug Burgum, does, it, yeah. is, is he intriguing at all? Because uh, he seems like somewhat of an outsider compared to the others who's, whose names we've heard before. He is. Uh, he is intriguing in some ways. He's, uh, you know, one of the, I think one maybe the only or, or one of the only uh, billionaires uh, from North Dakota. Uh, he built a business entirely by himself. Uh, he's built a legacy. He's been a successful governor. He obviously is the lowest profile. 
he spent something it's north of, of, of 40 or 50 million dollars at this point of his own money running television ads which is how he was able to get into debates given that he has a low profile um, he is representing the heartland and, and the middle of America and is focused on agriculture and energy uh, as as core issues and as sort of and, and really on issues that affect small town America I think that's a smart frame for him whether that's enough to, to, to get him into the conversation to give him a real pathway I doubt it uh, but, you know, could he be in the cabinet if it's Trump or someone else? Uh, I think so. He was, okay. uh, you know, relentlessly positive in the last debate, and he's an interesting guy. Thanks, Matt. Matt McCoviak, GOP consultant and host of a podcast called Mac on Politics. By the way, the debate tonight begins at 9 p.m. Eastern. It'll be on Fox and Univision.